just put all the headphones on. Death Pilot of Taxes, episode 102. Ready to rock and roll. I'm hoping Derek didn't swallow a box of menthols. I, I swallowed something, but... Adam, do you see my, my new mask? You look great. Let me show you something. You've never looked better. You kids at home can't see this, but but this mask is a, uh, a copper copper mask. You know how I've been... He's been rubbing... You know how I've been rubbing copper... The copper fit. Copper. Apparently, there's strands of copper in this thing. So I've been, I've been going over to, to irrigation ditches and just drinking right out of it. Um, Brett, Brett Farm has been selling him hard on the copper <laughs> fit. Well, Adam, I, uh, I I brought a bag of items here. Ooh, I love it when it's goodie day. It was somebody's birthday the other day, and in grand tradition, Jeez. I was running a little late because I had to go over to the right to see if I could score you some cards or something. Oh boy. Which speaking of. Uh, don't let me forget. That way, I never seem like I'm a cheapskate, because in the last episode, we talked about you owing friendship dues. There's your money for the uh, XFL cards you bought for me. So. Well, that's, that's nice of you. They, they didn't have any cards over there, so I got you I got you a drink. Oh, jeez, a purple drink. I got you a purple drink. I know you watch your weight, so you figure that's... That's low. That's low sugar. A golden bear light lemonade. Light, light strawberry lemonade. Wow, that is light lemonade. That is quite the purple drink. I know you're trying to get in good with our people, so I, uh, I got you. I got you a special gift. But don't be eating those on the air. People get mad at me. Bearing gifts. Uh, I don't know quite how you would say this name. Is it, is it Tacius? I don't know what it's called. Tacius zombie. Harbanero cucumber flavored chips. Why don't you like it a little spicy? I thought you'd be a Takas man. Uh, I've never had the Takas. You never had a Takas? I've never had oh, a Takas. Some sort well, of. Well, you're, you're in for a treat. Oh man, Derek is getting change. I yeah. Feels like I'm at the uh, the drugstore here. Yeah. Well, I was just at the drugstore. I thought I'd be able to score you some. Because sometimes they have the old repacks of, of cards and stuff, and I thought I'd be able to get you some. We could open them on the air. I actually went to. There was two uh, Walgreens. There's one up by my work, so I ran over there. They didn't have anything, so then on my way home, I went over. Well, there's a whole other side quest that happened. But, Thank you. But happy birthday. I know um, you usually are one that brings the gifts, and they're usually better than this, but uh, you were offering me water before. Now, we got light lemonades, but, man, we can't, you know. I, I'm going to have to hold this till next week because that is a large purple drink, and... I, I've got to, I've got to hit it another day. Well, you do what you got with it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna start sipping. You, you try it first and tell me what it looks like. Oh, it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's lip smacking. I mean, it's. Uh, they got the old, the old golden bear himself on there. Is this one of those Long Island iced teas? Am I gonna be able to drive home? You're fine. You're fine. This isn't even, this isn't even an Arnie Palmer. You can go talk to whoever you need to talk to after it, because I know you got some re- reservations there sometimes. Well, but. not everyone tuned in to hear about my birthday gifts. We turned into to learn how to make money on the internet and how not to go to jail for not paying taxes. I should have got you a copper fit mask. Is what I should have done. I, I did get. I, I got some uh, some paraphernalia the other day. I got some masks that had a, the local um, university team on the, the thing, but. I, not that kind of a guy. I, just, I don't wear a mask with a... No, mask. You know, team man. Straight, straight up mask. That way, when they try to identify me, when I robbed the bank, it was just the guy in a mask, not the guy in a, you know, uh, University of Oregon mask. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to uh, incite anything or, you know, the whole year's been weird enough, but it's it's amazing to me that we haven't had a lot more crime with all the people going into places with masks on. It seems like... Uh, before you were the one guy with the mask that would go rob the places. Uh, now everyone's wearing a mask. It seems like it would be a. Yeah, I, I just don't think they're reporting on it. Is my guess. That's just my guess. You think bank robberies are up? 
I would guess the bank robbery's up, crime is up, a lot of things are up, but you just don't hear about it on the news. Well, we won't go down that road, because I know that would be a dangerous path for both of us. That's so. right. All I know is there's a lot going on. What's this on uh, your, your computer screen here? For those people that don't know, you're listening to a podcast that's about selling stuff on eBay, usually. And, and, and other platforms that you can make money. And congratulations to second favorite Brian. He uh, He's posting some uh, some cards up, you he, tell me. He's doing his things. And you know what? I think he hit the mother load today. He sent me a quick text message before anyone else did, and he was ahead of the curve, but unfortunately he didn't list any of his stuff, oh. but he should talk about Eddie Van Halen just passed away mm-hmm. within the last three hours. Yeah, Eddie, uh, rip to Eddie, man. That was a hard one. I like a big Van Halen guy. You know, we are in a certain age, you know, he was just a, was one of the guys I never got to see live was, was Van Halen playing the guitar. Death piles and taxes were... were we're just cut straight to the bone. We're all going to die. And if you're famous, if you're any kind of, you know, something to have um, nostalgia feel, when you die, that there will be a hot period and your stuff will sell like crazy. And let me tell you how I know that, Derek. The minute that happened, first thing I did was I went to eBay's and checked. And the amount of items that were sold within minutes was like two items. Okay, two items sold today. Mm-hmm. I've checked it. It's been about three hours. I went on and looked, and there are over 400 Eddie Van Halen items that have sold just within the last probably three hours. I believe it. That was the same thing that, that morning with Kobe, and my card started selling. I wasn't sure what happened. And the uh, same kind of thing is uh, you can't really plan for this kind of thing. That's probably a good thing. You probably shouldn't be planning for people to die, um, but you got to be aware that it's going to happen. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Okay. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Um, we've been getting a lot into, you know, grading cards, but it's not just cards. It's also memorabilia, movie, movie memorabilia, ticket stubs. We've been talking about boogers. No, uh, you know, boogers is... Shout out to the guys at boogers. They had, they had a brother's back this week. That's right. Uh, uh, boogers is a site that basically talks all about graded tickets. And not even that, just tickets. Yeah, tickets. Sporting, usually. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. sporting, but, but ticket stubs are a hot item. And that's what I went on and looked at was these Van Halen ticket stubs. The one that I was really looking at that seemed the most rare, the most unique, it was $100. I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I, I wasn't, a, I, I'm a kind of a Van Halen, but not that big. I looked at it and I said, yeah, I'm going to drive to my office and think about it. It was sold. It's gone. gone. You're probably more of a fan than... Uh, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke, yeah, I'm a big Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna say, uh, Van Sammy Van Hagar. Oh, how am I big? You're yeah. probably more of a Van Hagar man. I, I, I'm a big more. I'm a big more Axl Rose kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's going down this this. You know, should you plan for it? There are a lot of um, it, they're baby boomers. There a lot of these, and they're and they're getting they're getting older and. Once you get that kind of that 65, 75, we want to say, you know, life expectancy, but it's it's in its mid-70s. Well, you better be buying up your Dick Van Dyke goods things. That guy's in his 90s. I'm going to throw this out there. Spoiler alert, Betty White. You better go after some Betty White. Watch yourself. I'm, you watch yourself right I'm, now. You're going to have Barbara Everett down here beating you. I'm just saying. Like I, I saw Betty White when I went to... Uh, Went to uh, Jimmy Kimmel's show, and Betty White was one of the guests. Did you keep your ticket stub that said Betty White? It, no ticket stub was, was granted at the that's, time. That's a problem. Again. So you can plan for it, and again... Yes, you shouldn't hope for it. You shouldn't no. be buying things hoping for death. 
Well, uh, you, but we're all going to die. I mean, it's going to happen. It is going to happen, but that's not something you should be rooting for. Well, I, you're right. You're, 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 you're right. You should want him to live as long as possible. Yes, but we all know we all know uh, Father Time's undefeated. But but what's long as possible? Like if I'm going to give you a number right now, Derek, what's your number? Two fifty. Oh yeah, come on now. What what's your number of if I live to be this dollar, this not dollar, but this age amount, I'm going to be happy. I don't know because once you about get to that age, all of a sudden that age looks a lot like longer and longer. You I'm going to say, what's your over under number? If you're if you're an odds maker, no, I'm not throwing that out on myself. <laughs> No way am I going to go over and under on how long I want to live. That's just that's how long you think you'll live. That's even worse. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying you can. I wonder if there really are some odds makers that make that. That's a no. Good. There are. They're called insurance life insurance policies. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. You are absolutely correct. I, I just walked right into that. But I wonder if you can like get in and bet on it, saying. How, what year? If you outlive yourself and no, they have to pay you or no, something? Like throwing out on Axl Rose. I mean, you know, he's kind of got that thing. I mean, you don't want to be betting on when famous people die. Why not? Because that's a, just a horrible thing to do. Why? Well, it's going to happen, though. Well, so is like a lot of things, but you don't bet on them. But you got to have you a gambler's cooth. <laughs> you don't have a sense of gambler's cooth. So we'll bet on someone or but we won't bet on when somebody may or may not. No! Die. Why would you not? No. That's yes. bad karma, man. That's bad juju. Well, that's what I'm saying. You take the over. Oh, well, if you're taking the over. <laughs> if you're taking the over, I'll give you that. You always got to take the over. <laughs> I don't know how we got down this item. Eddie, Eddie. Oh, yeah, Eddie. Died. So, uh, Brian, did he buy some things? Is that what you're saying? He, he's trying to, he told me about it, and I asked him, I said, do you have anything? He said, no, I went to a concert, didn't buy a shirt. Oh. You know, that's, of course, that's his one, but I'm telling you, he is going to be the U2 guy. Okay, when Bono goes... <laughs> over, he, over, under on Bono, 72. I don't even know how old he is. No, well, I don't know, but is he going to be over, under 72? That would be a website that I would frequent often. Well, then maybe that's the website you need to develop. Maybe that's a little side hustle. I don't know. I'm, I'm not that happy. Think, if you think about it, you could pull it up and say, well, I mean, we also had uh, Bob Gibson just passed away. Yeah, all the same. St. Louis Cardinal, great, Bob Gibson. Nobody wanted that to happen. No, but, but I know, but you're, you're getting to that point where it's going to happen. What I'm saying is... When Did you sell your Bob Gibson signed uh, baseballs? No, I still... I, don't, I wish I had one. I looked it up. What I'm saying is when people die, their stuff will be worth money, so... I would say it might behoove you to, uh, you know, just look at that list and whether it's, um, you know... Celebrity or otherwise. Celebrity, Oscar winners, uh, Academy Award winners. Famous guy. That guy that's rich in your ha- town that has a really nice house and you can go to this estate sale after he dies and get the good stuff that he's been buying from, you know, those expensive marks, was markets. That, was that, uh, what, wasn't it Chris Jericho? Isn't that what you did? Jericho's a celebrity. Yeah, so I'm saying that. I'm, talk, I'm talking about the guy that, like, has a nice house on the corner end of town that's been selling real estate or owns a car lot that's been important stuff from Italy and France, and when he dies, his kids don't know what he has. Yes. And you go, uh, even them. Yes, yeah, so you, you go after everybody. Chris Jericho, over under 65. I didn't mean, you already dead. In wrestling years. No. Oh. Yeah, watch your mouth. Oh, it's Chris Benoit. No, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> Just, I I, I, can't, I keep forgetting what, with which wrestling guys are dead or not. Dead. That's sad but true. So, uh, anyways, I'm saying if you think somebody's going to die in the future, <laughs> go on the internet right now and start buying their stuff. 
Because it will be worth a lot more money. You don't want to mess with the immortal Hulk Hogan. It's right there in the name. He's never going to die. It's immortal, right? I I just really, really hammered it home to me when I looked at those salts. When I looked at, it was like, you know, a handful within the last week. Boom, minute he dies, I mean, I guarantee we can look right now, there's 500 things. Oh, yeah, and, it's going crazy right now. You know, it's all, that's all I'm saying. And there's a lot of emotion and stuff attached, so when a celebrity does die, it's the first probably day and a half that things really go, they go pretty fast, and they go inflated. Uh, then it comes back to more of a reality market. Same thing happened with Kobe, not but, uh, you know, first of the year, pre-COVID. Oh, I couldn't resist. This is like the largest... It's oh, that's because it's a birthday present. It's a large... It's a 23, uh, 23 fluid ounces there. Oh, wow. So I haven't had uh, that kind of a beverage in a while. Well, there you go. Happy, happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. That's quite so, but, but let me, uh, but, so, it'll, it'll inflate for the first week and then it comes kind of back down, but things are still kind of, like Kobe rookie cards came down a bit, but they're still a little inflated. Same thing with other celebrities when they die. First week, things will skyrocket. If you have things, you can get a great amount of value. Uh, a week or two later, a month or two later, it will still be probably more than what it would be, but not uh, to the insane, you know, exuberant prices. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, January 26, 2021 is going to be the one-year anniversary for Kobe's death. Just throwing it out, that is going to be a big buy day again. There's going to be a lot of uh, sentimental things. Same thing when and if the Lakers win this championship uh, here in the next week or two. I mean, there's... There's always things, and, um, you know, it yeah, is an anniversary. It's, it's what it is. Speculation. Some people think it's horrible. Some people think it's honoring people. I mean, wherever you lay in it, if you don't feel good about it, obviously don't do it. But if you're like Adam, you can go lay the cards down and throw a few extra 20s on just for other people to pass. I, I've been buying some soccer stuff, and, you know, I'm just saying, like, it's going to happen. If, uh, if one of them guys slips on a banana pill running down the field, you're you're fine with it. Yes. Okay. It's going to happen. Like, it's, it's all going to happen. Yeah. You just don't bank on it. Well, I'm not saying I'm hiring a hitman. When, when I was buying those Kobe rookie cards for an investment, I wasn't thinking it was going to pay off in 2020. Well, I, but it did, and I still sold them, no doubt about that. It's preparation. I mean, yeah, I just bought a whole thing of, you know, getting some more emergency preparedness, helping up the food storage, you know, and... I bought some, hoping not to use it next week. But if I do, I've got it. You got the rice, and now I know where to come. Yeah, you need some. You come over to our household. Well, that's, I got me a track of places I'm gonna go when the when the zombies hit. Uh, and, and like I said, I'm gonna go eat out of your basement first. <laughs> I got to go Eric, hoping that the uh, orchards are uh, in bloom. I can just go pick them right off the tree down the road over there. Get some apples and apricots. The best thing about this is we are documented. It's date stamped. We have all of this stuff. You can go and look at all of the things that we've said, the advice that we've given, and now it's like, whoa, that, that was good. Derek was so far ahead of this canning crisis that it is unreal. Like, story after story are coming out. And Derek, he was, all I'm saying is he underbought. And I told you guys about it. I, I was on these airwaves telling people to go snag up what they could get, and uh, I've, I've sold every canning lid that I've, uh, that I've owned. I'm out, I'm out of that game for the time being, but yeah, when you can see, uh, you know, well, that was, you know, I, I'll bring in a liver to any one of these days. He was the one kind of giving me the heads up on that. But when you can see a big wave coming and uh, people are swimming out in the ocean, you know what's going to happen. And, and that's one of, one of the trends. So the other one I want to get into is, like it says, this whole, unfortunately, the world, it still hasn't become somewhat normalized. I mean, you have to still 
set appointments to drop stuff off at our local thrift places. Oh, let me tell you about this. So Wadi called, <coughs> called or texted me the other day. He finally left his apartment because the smoke had cleared enough that the thing said that he could leave. Because they were not only shut down, shut down, but then they had all that fire stuff and just said you can't go outside. It had like hazmat signs on the on the app or whatever that tells you how the air, air quality is. Uh, no, it was the weather actually. Oh, and said so you can't go outside unless you know you absolutely have to. So he uh, texted me the other day. He was on the way to the Goodwill to drop off some stuff. Three city blocks long. It took him like hours. He texted. Like, we were talking most of my lunch break, but. And then, and then he was still there. He watched the whole movie. I can't remember what movie he watched. But he watched like a whole movie. Probably Willow. Probably Willow or something, something with uh, Skeletor in it. Something but, scared me. <laughs> um, no, he watched like a whole movie and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, still still wanting to donate. So, yeah, it's not just here. Wow. Three blocks long. City blocks now. So if somebody were really in the game, what they would do is they would just walk up and down that line. Great say, idea. Hey, I know you want to donate your stuff. Why don't you let me just take it for you? That's a great idea. If somebody wants to make some money, that's what. Why? Why, why did I not think of that? Why? You, you spent three hours. What you should have been doing <laughs> is conversing with them. Tell the wife that uh, just take the will. Yeah, you know, just just you know, and uh, go up and down. And say what you got. Let me see what you got. And then if it's so something that you know would sell or flip, yeah. hey, I'll just take that for you. You can get out of line. Yeah. And then like if if not, you're like, oh, that's cool. That's got a nice item. Off to the next car. Exactly. You want to buy a bottle of water for for a dollar fifty? Yeah. And that sounds like a pretty easy way to source. Well, I think we need to make a road trip. We can't leave the state, remember? I, I do remember. I like my, my brother, he's a, he literally, he's sold, well, they bought an RV, and he is RVing across the country. He's been gone for like six weeks now. They're in Boston right now. They're on their way to Florida to go visit somebody that got a doctor's, something I don't quite know, but he has to go there first before he, that way he doesn't have to quarantine just 14 days. So... It is absolutely crazy right now. Where I was going is sourcing is becoming very, very difficult. So I've been buying a lot online. In fact, I just pulled up my 2020 uh, eBay um, purchase history. And whoa, <laughs> whoa, you've made some people happy. All I'm saying is I'm glad there isn't a running total. Like, I have to <laughs> add it up myself. But the reason I feel good is I, I got some emails back from PSA. If you don't know, PSA is the grading company that I've been sending a lot of my cards off. I kind of had made that hard shift from buying random T-shirts and you know jeans, just different items at, at thrift stores, to buying cards because they're very easy. Um, it makes me more interested. I'm, I'm uh, you know, what do you want? Emotionally in. That's your niche. Yes. You like it. It, uh, it keeps your it keeps your attention, like you're saying. Yeah. You list. I feel good about it. We've talked about this months and months. And I mean, this pre-COVID, we were talking about getting things graded. You know, you've been in it longer than us. It's been, you know, well over a year. Um, but I've, I've, had, I've had three memberships. Yes. Three, right. uh, three memberships like right. There you go. And there's people out there that will laugh and say, well, that's nothing. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but to the new card game, it is. So I've say, got in all of these orders, and I've getting, getting better. I got two emails, well, three emails saying they've received my orders, so they're at least in line. I mean, I'm praying I get it before Christmas. I doubt it. I really, really doubt it. But... I've got it there. Maybe if you're really good this year, Santa will make sure that happens for you. They raise their prices. Every quarter they raise their prices, so we got in prior to that. But I'm able to now look at it because what I did is I, I took my paperwork and I just took a picture, a colored picture of all the cards that I sent in. So now I'm like, sweet. So now I've been looking at them. Oh, okay. 
And, and I love this because I get emails from this uh, one thing, and it's one of these sports card investor places or whatever, but they always tell you, you know, what cards to buy, what cards are changing in the market. And I am always ahead of the curve on a lot of these things. This guy says he's buying Justin Herbert. I hate to break it to you, buddy. I bought those three months ago, and I'm ahead of the curve on that, so I feel good. So I looked at it, and I've got 15 Justin Herbert cards already at PSA, and I'm looking at comps on the ones, and I'm like, floored already. Like three of them. They're just a, a 2020 Prism Silver, like whatever they are, base card, $600. And I got three of them waiting to come back. There you go. Are those all tens? or uh, there, Those are tens. Okay. So like I said, we don't know when they come back, but I... Was this after uh, you saw Justin Herbert and we sat through the rain and he just, he just whooped us that you decided that was an investment? I, I should have, and I'm going to be doing that this year. It's, it's as soon as the draft happens. I, I, I'm hesitant to throw this out, but I'm going to because it's our listeners and we're going to kill the market together. That's right. I'm telling you. Yeah, they're on the pirate ship. That's right. Get on. Get on there early. This is what needs to happen to, if you want to make some dollars... <clears throat> what you do is as soon as that draft day hits, you are just buying cards and buying lots. That's what happened with a lot of the things. I would go in and buy a Justin Herbert lot. I got 17 cards for $30. You know, because people have pulled them, pulled them. You know, that's great. Some people just like opening the packs. Yeah. That's really, and they're looking for like, you know, a gold autograph, one on one, special edition, you know, uh, Hall of Fame, Joe Montana. And that's all they're looking for. And, and these ones are nice because they don't even, like, they don't have the player committed to a team yet. They don't really know, like, it just has them still in their college uniform, which is just fine because then you can buy them earlier at a lower price. You can even buy it before the draft. You can say, hey, here's the couple of guys, you know, the top five, ten quarterbacks. Guys, man, he just pulled the Doug Flutie Silver signed edition. He's looking for Joe Montana. He's got a bunch of these Justin Herberts, and he's just going to sell them to Adam for $7 because he doesn't want his wife to know these, but $20 on this box of cards and got a Doug Flutie. Exactly. So that's just my little tidbit, and I would tell you it's the same thing yeah, for... Yeah, be kidding me. There's a Warren Moon, but I can't get that Jerry Rice one. There. NBA... And NFL, That's those guys. Major League Baseball draft is just too huge. I wouldn't really worry about. I don't know enough about hockey. Unless you know about it, though. That's yeah. the thing. If that's your thing, like, like I've made a niche out of wrestling, pro wrestling. I've been pretty good. I'm, I'm probably top ten. I always say the king, the top one, whatever. Realistically, I'm probably about top ten-ish, which is saying yeah. that's crazy for not, me to not say. Not ten percent, but top ten people. So, selling cards if you know about wrestling, or wrestling, but if you know about NHL, if you know about hockey, and you know all that, because they got the farming systems all across the world, they got high school, college, so on and so forth. Or if you know about baseball, and that's what you follow, you know the farm leagues and stuff, and you can see up and coming stars like. Do it. I mean, if you if that's what you know, if you're good at that, if you follow that, that's your interest. I mean, that's not where me and Adam are, but just because me and Adam are there doesn't mean there's a great opportunity. And baseball cards historically have been you. I mean, they people collect. That's that's top, but also a lot more competition that way. And then the crazy thing too is now like Pokemon cards. Like they there was one that just sold last week for a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. So whether it's Pokemon yep. cards. Same thing that we were talking about. If you are into music, I am telling you right now, ticket stubs. Wow. Go on and buy ticket stubs. You're killing me. From from lines, from I mean, 
If that is your thing, you go buy whatever it is. Well, you think about the Hall of Fame people coming up, right? And uh, you can always look at who's coming in the Hall of Fame. If you remember, I got another ticket stub in. I I bought Woodstock tickets that were they were not used. They just had a pile of Woodstock tickets, so I've been buying those. They went way up in price, but I had one graded at a nine. Sold for about five hundred dollars. This has been a couple of years ago. Wow! This is my secret coming out again. So, uh, but no, if you think about like the CC Tops, or you think about like Van Halen, you think about some of these bigger bands. Heart is getting pretty old. They were like first woman rock band kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of these bigger Air Aerosmith. Uh, go if you can find the tickets, like we're talking about with your with your boys up at the shop. Yes, a lot of people didn't keep their tickets from the '60s and '70s. T-shirts are a big thing, but even more so, think about the ticket, the kiss. I mean, I sold uh, just the other day. I sold, so I went and bought a lot of uh, kiss paraphernalia. Our buddy Gene Simmons. You mean Suzanne Wilkes' buddy? Our, our, Gene Simmons. Well, we're friends of a friend. Yes. Um, but this guy went to him and his wife live up in Park City. They went down when uh, Kiss did a, a Vegas concert. They did like a three night at the, at the um, Palms or something. And so they bought the VIP package. They got signed pictures. So two signed pictures. They got the special guitar picks that were like in a slot machine looking case thing, and a few other things. And they just sold it to me for 50 bucks for everything because wow. they didn't want it because they're rich. Yeah. They, they don't care. That has no value. It was fun for them to go and do, yeah. but they're not going to put it up in their house. No. They, they're not big Kiss fans or whatever, so they're not going to hold on to it. They have enough stuff. Well, I sold the guitar picks alone, both cases, for $45, I believe, just yeah. the other day. And uh, I'm going to get the, the pictures. Um, I'm going to send them to Becca, which is another thing to get an autograph authenticated. Uh, center. I can't say that. I can't spell that. I'm going to get them verified. How about that? Because I can't say authenticity. I do that a lot. There we go. Authenticity. authenticity. I'm going to get them in there that says, hey, this is the real deal because that's going to cost a lot more. And before this whole COVID thing, KISS is going on their final world tour, which they've done before. But at some point, it's going to be the final world tour. And, and kids are growing up. Your dad's listening to it or whatever. You become fans. Some of these classic rock bands have generations of fans. So... Now, Adam's 100% right here on the uh, on the older ticket stubs, especially. If you go, like, your uncle. Yeah, 70s. Your, say early 80s. Early 80s, 60s, 50s even. If, you, if you've if got Grandpa's Jerry Lee Lewis ticket, I don't know. I don't want to bring it up, but, like, you know, late 70s is, you know, 40-plus years. Well, that's, a, that's the thing. You, you, get these, you get these graded, and it's kind of the same thing. Of course, you want a 10, but a 1... How many Jimi Hendrix uh, live from wherever ticket yeah, stubs exist? Yeah, and that's are authentic. Or Beatles. Yes. You talk about John Lennon. And I'm, um, and I'm telling you the same thing: is you get them graded. That is the secret sauce. That's the secret sauce. That is the secret sauce. And that'll take something that's twenty, thirty dollars to potentially one hundred fifty, two fifty, five hundred, a thousand. You just don't know. Well, and if they have them, some people have signed tickets. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing. So John Lennon uh, was the was the singer of the Beatles. Adam, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of that. Ringo Starr. Lennon's glasses. You know how we had those circle glasses. Yeah, I do remember. They just went on a, a pair went for auction last week. I have this down in my notes. A pair of glasses, eighty-seven thousand dollars. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, go more for the. But even that, if you have certain like, so Metallica's had different bases. They had one die. They've replaced some. So if you have a Metallica ticket from when Cliff Burton was a bassist versus when this new guy, you know, 
or new like they interchange people. Sometimes it's the original band, the original Miles Cooper or, or Leonard Skinner or whoever. So. Revolver, what else? Velvet Revolver, Velvet Revolver, yeah. your Stone Temple Pilots. So Man, you are here. You're, you're every single Nirvana. Time. If you had a Nirvana ticket right now, from I mean, yeah, that's true. You, it's it's crazy. It, you get like Adam saying, you get verified. The one reason people always say why do you grade things, or whatever, it, it verifies. It makes them authentic. So when somebody buys them from you, they know that they are legit. And they're they just have a memory. They have and, their rock and roll hall of fame at their house, whatever. And it makes it easier to display. It, it makes it that piece of art. It comes from out of the, yeah. the cigar box or whatever yeah. that you can put on the wall next to the picture of John Lennon or whoever. I was at that con. Or they, you know, like I said, it's like my office. You just lied. I was there. <laughs> you were born in the eighties, yeah. But I saw Ringo and the boys back in Liverpool. I got the ticket. Man, you you are you, we are hitting it on every single one. That's kind of been a secret sauce of mine that I've been looking into too. So I need to get more into this before this gets out. And, and to and to get those uh, graded, yeah. it's like twenty to forty dollars. It's yeah. nothing compared to what cards are, and the yeah. line is a lot shorter. And, and the the best part is, is every single person listening to this, I, I'm guessing that you all have some sort of music that you like. Whether it is, it's our it's our listeners in these other countries. Like that's the thing is. You were gonna hit it big with whatever star is in your country. Like people yeah, love us. People love music. That is correct. So. That, is, that is correct. And I mean, you know, like you're saying, there's different. If you have Garth Brooks before this, or if you have Chris Ledoux before he died. I mean, and, there's so many. And out same there. thing. I'll do. The, I'll give you the, the other secret hint before we catch into the next segment. But go into whatever Hall of Fame list. Like I did, did this last. You know, with the NBA Hall of Fame. You know, like Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, like these guys are going to be in there. I bought their cards a long time ago. Do the same thing. Look at your Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, all of these things, those are the hits. They've already had an established career. And they've that, done everything. And also, if you're looking for the T-shirts, now obviously vintage T-shirts, if you can find Rock and Roll T-shirts, always do well. Yes. But if you can find that same thing, because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class comes up, and oh, look, Pearl Jam's going in this year. Not only the ticket, but the T-shirts are going to go up because... Wouldn't it be cool if I show up at the Hall of Fame ceremony with the original T-shirt or whatever? Yeah, man, we hit it hard on that. Um, appreciate it. That was great. That was, I've got a couple things we'll hit up after the break, but I had that request again. People want some tax advice. Oh yeah. So I'm going to hit what we talked about last Wednesday on on the Facebook on the Wednesday Wisdom, and I'm talking about retirement money. Um, here's the thing. It, it, just like we talked about last week with withholdings. People, you know, we all have to pay taxes. You have money come out of your check. You know, if it, somebody changes their paycheck and there's an extra $50, like, they notice it. But if there's an extra $50, they don't notice. Like, they get upset or something. What I'm saying is, hey, take that extra mentality. If your work offers you a 401k, if your work offers you any kind of retirement, usually they match of some sort. That, that's what most places do. So if you put in $100 they'll match 3% or, or something, or whatever the dollar amount is per raise, which if you don't take it, you just cost yourself 3% of your wage. It's free money. Everyone wants a raise, but no one does this. It, it drives me nuts. It is, and that's what we're going to talk about, is, is you are not only, you're, you're losing, you know, a 3 to 5 to 7% raise that you would be getting. Yes, you don't see it now, but great, let's plan for the future. I know there aren't a lot of people that do it, but that's what Derek's buddy but Clark. You won't miss it. Exactly. You won't miss it. And that's why I'm also saying put more in there. Like it says, if, if you were to you know, have that much more money going into it, you have got time. If you were listening to the death piles and taxes, you have got some time. 
you know, you're, you're planning for the future, you're using this time wisely, these are other benefits that are going to exponentially improve, um, you know, your, your outlook because you're putting money in retirement. And like I tell everybody, if you put it in that pre-tax, I'm a big believer in the pre-tax right now because I don't know where I'm going to be in 30 years, but you're going to save money now. You're going to save tax dollars, and depending on what tax bracket you're in and what state you live in, for every $1,000 that you put in, my guess is you're going to save anywhere from $150 to $350 in taxes. So that $1,000 really might have only cost you $650 or $850, somewhere in there depending on how much money you make. But you're making money the, money, the, the moment you put it in there. Plus, it's growing over the years until you decide to pull it out. Also, Adam, because at the time when I finally started a Roth um, IRA, yes, it was because I worked for a company and a guy that didn't offer any match. So I thought, what's the point of doing their four hundred one k? So no matter where you're at, you can start your Roth, you can do a SEP, you can right. do a four traditional IRA. And there's no, there's no reason not to. Yes, and and it is something that is going to start you on the path. And whether it's twenty five dollars, a hundred dollars. And I always put my money where my mouth is. Like I said, I started doing this. I worked myself for years. And I find them like, well, I'm stupid. Why don't I put, because I have clients that I do it. I'm like, oh, I finally get to that point. So, Adam's earlier case, you are going to get old. You're going to want to retire. If you don't have money to retire. Correct. Uh, you, you're going to have to sell a lot of a lot of Beatles paraphernalia. That's right. And, you know, who knows what else. But uh, make it easier on yourself and, and the earlier you start, the earlier you finish. That's right. So that is the tax tip, the, the advice. Look at that retirement. If you're not doing it, start it. If you are doing it, check and make sure everything's doing well and put more money in there. Yeah, be kidding, man. It's full of war and sad. That was a good halftime break, man. It was, but you make me work during the halftime now. So uh, now we need a halftime from the halftime. We do need a halftime. Look at the under. The people don't know everything that's going on. So. Can I share a, a funny Whoa, story? That was, that was my phone hitting the... I hope it works now. <laughs> please, please make me laugh. Can, can I come back to what we were doing? <clears throat> okay. So there's a couple things that I've seen. There's Apparently there's a lot of big reselling stories now. You, you notice that? There's Seems to be. Kind of headlines, or maybe it's just the, the magic juice that I drink. You get, you get calls. filtered into it. Yes. There were. There's two stories. I'm going to share the one. Uh, apparently, there was this this guy. He was a uh, worked at a library in Austin, Texas, and over the period of ten years, he somehow found a way to sell. Oh, I heard this toner cartridge. We've always talked about toner cartridge is a hot thing. Oh yeah. He somehow, and I read the details, so I'll kind of get into that from my accounting background. He sold $1.3 million of stolen toner cartridge. Don't steal things from your work and sell it on eBay. It just doesn't work for you. <laughs> how many, how, how long was this? That be, it was over like an 11 year period. I mean, toner cartridge does cost a lot. If you got the inkjet, the ink yeah. costs a lot more. But yeah, that's a, that's a slow, uh, that's a slow hustle. So they have video footage of him in an elevator carrying out boxes of torn cartridges. We're talking like at the library, they have these big, expensive type torn cartridges. And what he was... Oh, yeah, they have all those yeah, Xerox machines, copy machines. So what happened is they were kind of going through an audit, and they're like, what in the world is going on? Because the library's like, well, we only spent like 150000 Like, that's kind of what they... He was skimming off the budget... 
He was also using the company credit card, which how he got an Austin company credit card? Austin City company credit card. I don't quite know, but he was buying drones. <laughs> he was buying electronics. So sourcing is something <laughs> that you always, you know, you want to don't sell stolen don't knowingly sell stolen goods. Don't buy. Don't go to your uh, work, uh, your office place, and say, "Hey, I, I know this. This sells on eBay because uh, it's not too hard to find find you selling things." I mean, if you're looking for, uh, if you're in Austin, Texas, and you're looking for uh, ink cartridges or toners, there's not a lot of sellers in that market. And then they can say, "That's Gary from work." Hey, that's the stuff that's missing from work. Hey, Gary from work selling that stuff on eBay. It, exactly. So, and that's the hard part. Is like, well, I can do it. No, you can't do it. You're not as smart as you think you are. You're, you watched Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> and you were up a little late. And you thought, I got this, and it doesn't. Crime doesn't pay is a phrase for a reason. Go do it. There's a legal way to do it. Just go. I mean, you can get your wholesale account if it's selling that good. Go sell your own um, toner. Figure out your markup or. I mean, they're practically giving things away at, yes. at yard sales and at thrift stores, so... Be a little more, like I said, insightful. So that was funny story number one. The other story was, on one of these uh, other collector groups, this guy found, like, it somehow got back to him, but he found some jerseys. He found four jerseys at the Goodwill. Found them, he's like, oh, these are cool, and he found them, and he decided to put them up on this group to sell. Mm -hmm. And this guy sent him a message, like, where did you get those? And the guy's like, well, what does it matter? I got them at the Goodwill. And the guy's like, no, where did you get those? And the guy, you know, told him. Apparently, the guy that was asking, somebody had been into his house and stole items from Ooh. his house, and somehow they got to the Goodwill. We're going to rob from you. That's the Robin Hood. We're going to rob from you. Give them to the Goodwill to resell. I don't quite know. Maybe, like, it's says, they, I don't know how it worked. Mm. But the guy was like, I'm glad I kept my receipt because I promise I got these at the Goodwill. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a little sketchy. That's a little scary. I thought that, was a, I thought that was a little strange. I've never thought about buying stuff at the thrift store and having somebody ask me where I got it because they got stolen from their house. That's a little. Yeah, that was nutty. But, like, I, I said, thought that about pawn stores before. Yeah, I didn't think but, about no. pawn stores. But that was, you know, I. We did see, I don't know why, but somebody did take an Adam Up Accounting shirt to the Goodwill. I mean, that was, you know. Did you purchase it back? No, it was $3. I didn't want to spend No, you got to wait till it's discounted. That, that was too much. That's, that's, if you want an Adam Up Accounting t-shirt and you don't have one, you can go down to uh, the store and hey, get one for $3. I still got some. We'd be happy to send one to you. Maybe we should start giving those away a little bit. I, I've got some still in the closet there, so. Those are my two interesting. You should go take them over there and tell them you sell out front for a dollar fifty. They sell them inside for three. <laughs> no, I would, you, you should spend your time like Wadi going up and down the Goodwill. That's a, such a good walks. idea. Well, I don't know why I didn't think about that. That's why you have me because I'll think of something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, Adam, I was over getting our uh, birthday celebration goods. I uh, is is the Walgreens, but they had people having questions about developing film. Oh. I thought I'd went in a time warp. Do people still develop film? Funny you ask. There are like three major places that still develop film, and I'm going to throw it out on the line. The best one is my client. It's not the Walgreens across the street over there? No, it is not the Walgreens. It's called the Find Lab. Film is not dead. They've got a website. Like I said, they are one of the top... I mean, there aren't that... They, they are the best. And the guy that does it, he is literally the best in the business. Like, that's what he does. Well, shout out to them. They, they develop film, and they still sell film. I remember the days of uh, 
the early twenty, the early odds of having to go drop off the film at the uh, supermarket, hoping it'd come back. And uh, kids nowadays will never know the pain of of hoping that picture. You know, you took it and you hope it hope it comes out, doesn't get ruined or, or looks good because. It's going to be a three-week process. It's like getting your cards graded when you try and get some photos back. Adam's got some film right there. What's that? That is one of the disposable cameras. Oh. That was always one of the, you know, at the wedding things, people yeah. would put it in the middle and they take pictures and stuff. Well, if you can put that on eBay, or you can use that. I, I don't know. I don't have any more information. I don't know what kind. And they don't really want to take it out of the package. Yeah, that's the problem. If you could know what that is, sealed. I'm that's guessing a, it's one of those... Polaroid, you know any of the underwater ones too? Those are kind of cool. Yeah, I never, I never got into that. That was one of my things when I got to uh, when I was on my ecclesiastical vacation. That was always the thing: is you, you try and get some film, you drop it off at the Walmart, hope it'd be ready the next week. Oh yeah, twenty-four hour turnaround costs way too much. <laughs> way too much. They had to ship that off to wherever that went, come back. Yeah. And, like I was saying, you hope all your pictures worked out because yeah. there's always the weird blurs. You get the double. And like, these are before like the digital camera. Like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're old. Yeah, but it's just what it was. It's the truth, yeah. Just, just Speaking of being old, you know that uh, the Mario Brothers are having their anniversary. You remember Mario? Mario Luigi? They're uh, they're having, I think it was 35th Mario anniversary. They're doing a bunch of stuff with that. But wow. There's a, there's a game that's the, it's the Mario, I think it's Mario 35. It's on the Switch. Uh, my brother had me play it the other day. It was like the Fortnite of Mario Brothers. Okay. So you play it, it's just Mario 1, but you play it at the same time 35 other people are playing at the oh, same time geez. to see who can play it long, last longest. So you have you on your screen, but you have all these other ones around. And then when you kill something, like one of those uh, turtles or whatever, yeah. it goes to somebody else's screen. You can pick where it goes so they can send things at you. I won it twice. Out of, I won it twice. They were, the kids were amazed with me. Wow. I got Mad Mario 1 skills. Uh, I still have that muscle memory. I was surprised. The muscle memory I still have. Uncle D-Roy throwing it down. Everybody's like, oh, man, that kid was the killer. So ever you guys want to challenge me at the Mario, you uh, hit me up at D-Roy Everett. But, uh, Adam, I got a negative feedback the other day. Oh, boy. I've been, I've been battling it. And the problem is I can usually call into eBay and sweet talk my way out of it and get it removed. What happened? You can't call eBay right now. And uh, you can schedule a callback from eBay, and you might get somebody from several different countries calling you, and you try to explain why the negative should be removed because you took back the hassle-free returns and, and uh, go down that whole policy that's kind of got me upset right now. But basically what happened is somebody bought a, uh, a Butterfingers cup from me oh, for $9, and they thought they were buying a box of candy bars, and lo and behold, were they surprised when they only had one candy bar. Okay. I took the return. They sent it back. Sure. It got destroyed in the mail, obviously. Yes. Because uh, they didn't package it nearly as well as I did to get it to them. Correct. And so I uh, gave them their money back, and they left me a, a, a negative feedback saying that it was uh, deceptive, and uh, my picture showed a box of 24, and I only sent them one, and uh, the last eBay guy I talked to said, no, this guy's clearly nuts. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't show that at all, and you did everything right. So good, let's get that removed. You have uh, free returns. The reason that you do free returns, it's fast, fast and free returns, is for this purpose. And uh, he's like, well, I, I don't really have the authority to do that, but I will send an email to somebody that can. So I'm, I'm in the waiting process. Oh, boy. So who knows? Consistent. I, I will tell you what it is. It's follow-up activeness. Um, I had, like, so my Macari account somehow, like, it got the magic switch. It took him a week 
for me to be able to get it figured out. Get fixed. I got fixed. It came back. It got fixed. So I'm I'm back on Macari. Back on Macari. People people were wondering. They had all these record months with all their cards selling. On Macari, they just put it up, and this guy would buy it from him. All of a sudden, it dried up. Now he's back, kids. So put put up those cards. But yeah, this is this is one of those things. That it doesn't really. I mean. We have so many positives. The one negative, I think I'm at 99.8% positive, so it doesn't really matter. It just irks me that I went by the system, so I did what I was supposed to do. And just, uh, this when somebody says, like, you flat out was going to sell them a box, and, and then they only got one, they were upset by it. So I'm like, oh, I wasn't in the wrong there. Um, oftentimes I have been in the wrong, I'm not going negative, so maybe that's just coming back at me a little bit, I don't know. But, man... Macari Kid is back in town, though. That's good to hear. We're doing back. Yeah, I, I feel good. So I had like ninety-five dollars in there. I was like, I want my money back. And then, unfortunately, I was on my soccer kick. I'm doing, you know, doing some research, doing some buying, and I'm like, come on, I want to be able to buy stuff, and it wouldn't let me allow it to buy it. So I'm, I'm glad I got back in the saving grace. So I would say it's follow up, follow up, follow up. And the only way I got a hold of him was through Twitter. You know, I kept trying, kept trying, and I messaged him on Twitter, and that's how it. That's who, how it came. who told you that? Doctor Deroy did. I gave you, I gave you the good advice. They finally, I'm glad they froze you though. They, they got it back to where I needed to be. Well, I mean, uh, eBay sales are going, are going well. Um, yesterday, I actually took off work just to list things, so I was just listing all day. So I was able to plow through a bunch of stuff. I'm getting ready for this uh, fourth quarter, which we're all hoping and praying for. But also yesterday, I put in my. Uh, my order for my quarterly coupon goods. So, Ooh. shout out to everyone out there. Um, if you got quarterly coupons, get using them. They have the holiday stuff available. There's holiday uh, tape. There's holiday mailers. There's holiday thank you cards. There's holiday you stickers. You about this. You said get, get ready for it. So, once again, it's time to prep up and start getting that stuff so that when you start having those holiday sales, you can, I mean... There's nothing worse than when you have you've sold something and you don't have something to, sh- to ship it off in or to package it with. And it's gonna happen. Like I said, you, you better be ready. Adam's hoping that his cards are paying off. Um, my cards are gonna be paying off. Uh, he's got some other things still up there from before that hopefully get get going for him. How much of that stuff's trickling out? You know, it's kind of coming in slowly. Like, so I don't have something you know about every week. Um, I, I looked at something. Um, somebody posted this group about you know people selling lots. When I say lots, I mean like a group of items to, of like people who are done selling on eBay. Like saying, hey, here's everything I got, give me a price for it. Kind of like selling a lot of, of cards. And I'm kind of looking at it like, I need to do a garage sale. I've got some, some heavy... Yeah, we were going to do a garage sale. I can't wait for that phone call. I've got some heavy furniture that's really nice, though. I want to get rid of. And I have this whole room just kind of full of stuff. that I've got some of it listed, some of it I don't, and some of it kind of trickles in, but I want to just... I want to get rid of it all. I want to get rid of that death pile so I feel better about focusing on that. So you just go kind of transition from doing that stuff into yes. more, of the, more of the cards, more of that kind of thing. Yeah, because there's some cool stuff in there. Yeah. I go back and I'm like, oh, my problem is I took a bunch of it and I'm going to wear it. <laughs> the personal uh, t-shirt collection. Huh? I mean, where else can you find a Salt Lake City Seagulls shirt? Yeah. Utah Blaze jersey. Yeah, you're, you're uh, I mean, man, you're, you're popular these days. Raleigh Fingers. Nike shirt with the, the curly mustache. I mean, that's all right up my... I, I mean, I buy that stuff anyways. Right up your wheelhouse. So that, that's kind of what I did. Is I, 
I'm lighting the load over there, put some stuff towards my uh, personal collection, and I'm, I'm trying to get rid of that stuff. So it's it's working, you know, doing what's not great, but it's okay. It's all right. I mean, it's not, it's not slowed down to where there's nothing going, though. Yeah, I mean, that's, not, that's a good thing about people that, you know, sometimes you get sick or you just stop listening or whatever. If you build up a big enough pile, if you have enough items, um, I can carry you through some of the some of the slow spells anyways or where you're just not feeling it or you just can't do it. Um Adam's probably not setting world records, but it's still nice to have, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks come in here and there. I mean, it is. And then he just goes and he parlays that into some soccer player that you've never heard of, so rookie card. That is where I'm talking about. I know it. I, yeah, I, the nice part is we've talked about it long enough, and, you know, Gary Vee has talked about it and all these things, and I am doing it because it will, I know, I know will pay off. So, Well, I've, uh, man, I'm trying to think of what I've even been buying. I've been out to. Out to the Walmarts, but we kind of talked about that last week. I haven't done a whole lot different from that. It's just been trying to get things up um, up for sale. Uh, I did use my eBay bucks, so uh, I was talking about that a few weeks ago. I didn't do a real good job letting people know, but if you're buying things on eBay, make sure you're signed up for the eBay bucks program because if you're like Adam and you've bought so much that has the run, running tally, if you get 5% back of all that, uh, that could add up to be quite a sum, and it's not always 5%, but it's somewhere in the range of a couple percentage on up. Um, and then it just I just applied it towards a purchase I made the other day. It was 30-something dollars off of, you know, what I was buying. So uh, make sure you're in that, that program. There's a lot of those little things that I think people need to take more advantage of um, just to start saving you some money. It, there's always, like I said, there's ways to do it. So um, I was trying to find something. I, I couldn't find the word. I'm trying to, you know, take some of Jimmy's advice and use those words that I don't. Don't, know. don't you let Jimmy get in your mind, man. You just roll. We like you for how you are. There was one that I heard that was real good. Real good. It was, it was real good. I mean, it's not, you know, some people Adam, some people you get the watch out. They want to know what time it is, and some people want to know how the watch was made. When you ask them what time it is, we like it when you tell us what time it is, but we more enjoy it when you tell us how that watch was made. All the details and everything. That's the best part. Because if you're catching those things, that means you are deep dive listening. You probably listened a couple times. That's you're right. not just wadding up there on the speed mode. Yeah, you get double time in it. I, uh, I got me some of these Batman cards I've been talking about from the 60s. You've been talking about the original Adam West. Stuff. And uh, when it came in the mail the other day, my wife looked at me and she said, that's not how you should be shipping cards, is it? And I said, uh, no, no, it's not. It was a, it was a plain white envelope, and it uh, wasn't padded for, for hardly anything. It had a few stamps, not as many as your cards had the other day. But it led me to thinking, Adam, is, uh, is, is everyone loves Batman, but nobody likes Robin. Robin was always getting Batman in trouble. He was always this, like, uh, lost leader of, like, he had to go and try to help this kid out. And he was always getting caught and almost getting Batman killed. That's Robin. It's funny why you said that. Sorry, I'm just pulling this up. This is how they ship them from Europe. That's how they've been coming in. They, they come in a regular envelope, but they have like a hard piece of cardboard in it. So well, at least you're getting a hard piece of cardboard. I mean, yeah. this wasn't some uh, some some. I mean, it's amazing how people send cards sometimes. So this I, wasn't I, a protective thing, but they had like three cards in there. I'm thinking these are already from the '60s. So I'm not looking for pristine, but I want them to be a little better than. Uh, I want them to at least receive them in the order that you had them and then let me ruin them. That's just let you ruin them. <laughs> yeah, let me like my mistake. Let, let you take care of that. Uh, you know. So, I, I don't know. That's, that's kind of what I've been doing, what you've been doing. Getting excited is, it is October. 
are we gonna are we gonna do a Halloween two point oh? Um, I'm, I'm, I got some things lined well, not lined up. I need to get some things lined up. I got some ideas. Um, it's COVID. It's twenty twenty. If that's not Halloween, it's scary enough for you. We got elections coming up. Everyone's scared no matter what side you're on for whatever that's happening. I'm trying to. I can't promise it because I don't have it lined up. I got a really good. I got a really good idea. Okay. But you know. I got a lot of really good ideas, whether or not it actually happens. The, the whole thing. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. And that's where we're going to be running down that one come Halloween episode, The Road to Hell, with Derek Everett. <laughs> There's so much. Fun. I don't know. Do you, do you want this so, so that if we do the Halloween episode, you can leave early or what? You've never been much of a fan. I, I'm not. You know, in fact, we were talking about it the other day. and Maybe we'll have a medium coming into a live seance on the air? You know what? Your, your children follow a lot of what you do. Um, I learned it from you, Dad. Apparently my son is no longer going to celebrate Halloween, and he's going to celebrate World Citizen Day or something like that. World Country. I don't even know. He told me the other day, and he's like, Dad, Halloween is just a, it's just a holiday created to capitalize on candy cells. Where would this kid come up with that? What's story? wrong with that? That's the beauty of it. He's like... I'm too sure to dress up now. Random strangers all across the country just hand out candy and all you got to do is go to the doorstep? I think they canceled the Halloween this year anyway. Well, some, yeah, that's getting into all that stuff again, but I've seen if you have the purple pumpkin, you're all right. I saw somebody that had the, uh, they, they made like a shoot out of some PVC pipe, so you stand on your porch and you put the candy in there and it goes down to, I guess I don't have to buy candy and I don't have to ask kids, are you a Star Wars this year? That was my favorite thing, is I'd open the door, they'd be all dressed up in their elaborate Winnie the Pooh costumes or whatever, I'd just say, are you a Star Wars? And they'd look at me like, old man, you've done gone crazy, trick or treat, and the parents looking at me like, have you been Have you been drinking, are you high, are my kids safe to take whatever you're handing out? I mean, a Star Wars, this kid is dressed up as a, you know, Tinkerbell or something. So what you're saying is like, we're getting more and more into like, you could have almost like that, that Zoom-type meeting with Halloween. You could have, uh, you know... Virtual candy. Your virtual candy, or you have like the, the uh, I don't know, the ring doorbell where they ring the bell, and you can see him and say, uh, here's the candy, you know. I, I Please take one. Yeah. People are mad. This is going back to the card. The card world's almost worse than the resale world, so you get the, the people that just are the holier-than-thous, and, and they think they should be running it, and how dare you buy it for a profit, and... You should be selling things. Yeah. You know, we'll deal with all them. But uh, the people that are amazed that when you go to a, a Walmart or wherever you find your cards and you clear a shelf and you're a horrible person. Yes. This is the same person that was uh, putting out that big bowl of candy that said, please take one, and was surprised that the first kid came along and dumped the whole thing in the bag. I mean, that's just human that's, nature. That's what it is. So you, you, just, you just reminded me of what I wanted to hit on, what I wanted to end with. So apparently... And I brought that up to say, go to your local card shop. Uh, there's there's something that I've talked about, or maybe something that I've heard, and I'm not going to say which card shop it may or may not have come from. <laughs> there's multiple out there. There's a lot. There's several. Yeah, we got listeners internationally. This could be from Germany, for yeah. all we know. I heard this from my friend Bill, located in... Uh, Springdale, Spring Fork, Spring Fork, uh, Arkansas. Hasn't been a guest on the Death Files no, Taxes no, show, Bill. No, Bill has never been a guest, but apparently I've heard some stories about some 
some uh, people spending a lot of dollar amounts, and somehow those receipts just get lost because wives come in to try and find out how much they've spent. Is that a true story? Uh, I was talking to a friend, and uh, sometimes you have to get some therapy and stuff. Now, I'm a business account, and I write my stuff off, and I'm just reselling a lot of what I buy, but apparently... Uh, Sometimes a guy will do a guy a favor. A guy just needs to come in and vent a little bit, and he needs to spend some money. And if that receipt ends up in the trash can, said uh, store clerk has no clue what the guy spent, what he bought. He knows he was in here. He'll vouch for you being there. But other than that, he doesn't know what you spent. Doesn't know what you spent. And those uh, those boxes, they I mean, there's a lot of different prices. You know, they could yeah. fluctuate and add a zero there and apparently the, my friend Bill was talking to another couple guys you know get talking about things and you come in here too for this yes I can you know it's kind of like that uh, like um, my friend Bill said he, he kind of like the cheers mentality you just come yeah. in everybody knows your name well here's what I like so I'm to the age where I mean I don't make a lot of friends you don't make a lot of new friends because a, a lot of people my age you, you have you make new friends because your kids are friends, yeah. and you have to be friends with the parents. And then I learned that, no, your your kids are friends, and you kind of hate the parents and have to pretend to like and be friends with the parents. Uh, well, I can say that because I don't have kids. Kids! I hit puberty, though, so I might be having them here soon. Uh, but uh, that's that strawberry lemonade talking there, Adam. That's, that's light stuff. But the thing of it is, is, you know, you have, sometimes you have either religious people that you make friends with because you go to the same church, or, or work friends, or you, you might go out on the weekend and have some drinking buddies, or, or whatever. I live far enough away, and I'm enough of a hermit, and I like doing my own thing on the eBay, you know, where I just kind of sequester myself, that I'm not making a whole lot of new friends. Correct. I mean, we have some pirates and stuff coming on the ship, but, you know to go and hang out, whatever. So that's been kind of nice. I'll, uh, I'll go down to my local card sh- store and um, and you meet some guys that are just there and you kind of get talking and you find out more and more of what you have in common. It's kind of cool that you have some new friends. It's not like we're going to go hang out and uh, roast uh, marshmallows for their birthdays or anything. But it takes three minutes and you really can. But then the, next, then the next time you come in there, you can say, hey, how's the old lady? Or, uh, you know, hey, is your mother-in-law left town? You know, how'd that roof go? You know, everything good from when that tree got knocked over on your car, the insurance payout? And yeah. It's kind of nice, I'm sure, as, uh, as the, the store clerk there that kind of knows everyone to see that come together a little bit and have... Fellowship at Phil's, I like to call it. Hi, That's my card, guys. Phil. I don't know who this Bill is that you're talking about. This but my guy in Spring Fork, Arkansas that I've seen. So, But that's, uh, I mean, you know, we talk about that shopping local with cards. And, and I'll go to Walmart and stuff, too. Don't get me wrong. But that's the same when you're trying to find these harder-to-find items. I mean, we talk thrift stores and stuff. There's the national chain thrift stores. There's the smaller ones. If you go and find, or even smaller businesses, if you're doing retail arbitrage, yeah. if you go and find a small business and you make a, a relationship there, you become friends with them, they'll put things on the side for you. They know what you're after. This works in 